1: terrible father welcome back L daily presented by betmgm joe ostrowski with aaron hawksworth and ed egros with you talking some nfl playoffs and aaron one thing that uh, we have not heard a lot of and we mentioned this yesterday were um dolphins backers and every dolphins fan that we've had on the show they're like just all right, we know it's going to happen. It's not going to be pretty. Just don't make it too ugly. Can you at least like uh, pretend to to be interested and hang around in this game a little bit? Um, but you know, just speak with Ian McMillan. He's in on the Dolphins. The number touched five yesterday. I saw it touch five at BetMGM. Now it's four and a half painted across the board. It's, it feels like every single day this thing's uh, going up by half a point due to all the support that are on that is on the Chiefs side. Uh, the total sitting pretty steady here. At 44, you know, we got a little bit of injury information, and that's been the big question with this matchup. Uh, Mostert, he was limited in practice on Wednesday. I thought that was a good sign for him just to be out there a little bit. So by the time we get to the weekend, maybe he can be good to go. Waddle limited. So even though we're talking about a high ankle here, you know, with the Waddle scenario, it certainly seems like both players, very important to that offense, uh, could be out there in the fridge attempts.
2: Which is good because even having both of those guys not 100% they're still better than a lot of the guys on the Chiefs roster as we've seen. Both of these teams have struggled in the second half of the season especially so that worries me. The weather thing I'm not going to overreact too much to that.
3: I still don't
2: have an opinion. I know it's four and a half. You mentioned it was at five. There's still some fours out there. I still want to back the chiefs i think it's so hard for me to stop like i keep thinking maybe there'll be something left in the tank for pat mahomes and travis kelsey in the playoffs that maybe i should just stick to my initial uh reaction here and still continue to back the chiefs but going back to pat mahomes and that sound bite was outrageous <laughs> that has come up on the show today and uh, I think his kids, they they should hide that soundbite from them. I would be sad and might need some therapy if I was Pat Mahomes' kids.
1: Is he saying because it's <laughs> cold outside? Like if you're going to be outside, I'd rather be playing football, like for a championship. I don't I don't know what he was.
0: No, at. he's like, I, he I, I wants think, to avoid his kids. Think
2: he's saying he'd. Yes, I think That's... he's saying anything to uh, have to play with my kids. I'm all for it. Is how I. Took right it. after
0: Christmas. What's wrong with this jerk? I mean, they
1: probably have a like, million yeah.
2: nannies anyway. Like, are you really spending all that time with your kids? Probably not.
0: This team is falling yeah. apart. They've been falling apart since it was, you know, the refs that cost go. him the Bills game, and now he hates his kids. So it's just a slippery slope. You hate the refs. Now he hates his kids. Now you're gonna lose to the Dolphins. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going that far, but he, he learns I, from Andy. <laughs> oh Wow! Not touching that. Um, (laughs) Me either. So, uh, but the Dolphins. I am with Ian McMillan. I bet them. I bet them too early. I did bet the three, which in retrospect was stupid. That was never coming off a three, I guess. But I bet the three and a half again, and it keeps going up. It keeps moving against me. I'm just gonna at this point. I'm gonna wait to see where it goes. Like if it's here at kickoff, sure. I'll I'll add another. what portion of uh another unit or piece of a unit to this you know position i'll add another position that's the word i was looking for at wherever the it's going to close above three i'm pretty comfortable yes. with that back in the dolphins especially given the injury report mm. with most dirt we've seen like you said joe we've seen this time and time again also by the way vic fangio has faced patrick mahones and this offense a whole heck of a lot over the last couple of years his head coach of the Broncos. So yep. he's got, you know, you give him, I know it's Andy more so, but like you still got Matt Nagy on that other sideline. Vanjo's defense, as banged up as they are, I think more than a field goal. Yeah, I'm, I'm comfortable back in the Dolphins. And this should take Mike McDaniel. What we didn't see in the Bills game is he got away from the run. He shouldn't have as that as much of an option this week because of the conditions. Like just stick to it, man. If it's working, stick to it. It's
1: amazing. Like we're talking. Going against the Chiefs, and you're without Jalen Phillips, without Bradley Chubb, Van Ginkle, another starter on that defense. And it's like, yeah, that's how bad it's been for Casey offensively this year. Yeah, yeah, it hurts, but that's okay. Um, I'll tell you one thing I'm not doing. I'm not backing Kansas City. It's Miami or nothing, sidewise for me. How about you, Ed?
3: Yeah, I, I'm with you as well. The fact that this line is getting to five, uh, or it did at one point, to me, is a complete overreaction. Now, I understand part of the rationale there. Deshaun Elliott, Javon Holland, the safeties, quarterback Xavier Howard haven't practiced so far. And we did see in that Sunday night matchup against Buffalo mm-hmm. that this Dolphins defense is just war- running out of warm bodies. And I also understand the notion that when it comes to what Pat Mahomes is going to do in this ballgame with this inclement weather, he can still maintain that passing attack. Like, I don't think this offense is going to change as much with the Chiefs compared with, say, what the Dolphins will try and do where, yeah, they do have an exceptional outside rushing attack. The problem is this might nullify Tyreek Hill. Or Tyreek Hill will be used in different ways, like with Jet Sweep, something that we talked about yesterday. So in that aspect, I understand the idea that the Dolphins will have to adjust more and say what the Chiefs will have to do. Yet at the same time, it can get outrageous as far as how much the market is overreacting to this kind of news. We knew that this Dolphins defense was banged up already. There's nothing new as far as that's concerned. We do know this weather is going to be bad. Nothing's changed as far as that's concerned. So I think the overreaction is ultimately what I will be responding to as far as betting aside.
2: Yeah,
1: it's how high is it going to get? I don't... We're not getting – I don't expect it to go back to three and a half in that direction. They're just – what's the path before we get to the game for Dolphins' momentum? And I just don't know that we're going to be there. Like, out in the bloodstream, it's two in cold weather. It's the Dolphins' history in cold weather. It's The Dolphins don't beat good teams. So, I don't expect it to go the other way. Like, overall, yesterday, we knew about the defensive players. And, you know, you you added Howard, and that's, you know, maybe half their starters almost – But the question was about the offensive players. And I thought overall it was good news, but the line is still trickling up because of the sharp money that's come in on the Kansas City side. So I don't, maybe it could get that back down to four, but past that, I don't see it. It's just how high are we going to get?
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, One angle that I've been thinking about and it's going to be popular is what do we do with Travis Kelsey? Obviously he's the most reliable receiver for Patrick Mahomes. It is the playoffs. We've seen him not have the best season, Uh, but obviously the Dolphins know he's he's Pat Mahomes' (laughs) most reliable target. Are you guys going to look at his props, whether it's under, over, alt, anything like that?
3: For him, no. But in kind of a corollary way, I am looking at Mahomes' pass attempts. And right now I'm seeing the number at 33 and a half. And I think the mere presence of Travis Kelsey, the fact he exists, is one of the many reasons why I'm going over this number. Other reasons can include game script. If this game is closer than what the experts think, then definitely Mahomes is going to be passing. And I think that will be a big deal. Mm -hmm. I think also, too, the nature of this offense being oh so conservative. Guys, the Chiefs' average depth of target is 6.51 yards. That's the second shortest in the league. Like, even if you don't necessarily look at a dot or any of those things carefully, just remember watching the Chiefs this year. Has this been a fun offense to watch, despite having Pat Mahomes and Travis Kelsey? The answer is no. This hasn't been fun. So in that aspect, you go, okay, Deke and Dunk, that's what this is going to be about. You can't necessarily trust Pacheco despite the bad weather. This is going to be a bunch of two to three-yard passes. Maybe they go to Kelsey. Maybe they go to somebody else. But I do think that regardless of whatever Kelsey's impact is going to be, they are going to be throwing the ball a little more than we would anticipate in similar situations.
1: Yeah, I mean, the Kelsey numbers are just still at a spot where – It's too much for me. And Mm -hmm. how long has it? How many months has it been since he scored a touchdown? Like that's where we're at right now. Like there, there are a there are a handful of tight ends that have had good weeks against the Dolphins this year. Hunter Henry, Mm fifty two and a touchdown. Darren Waller, eighty an eighty six yard game. Goddard uh, snapped against them, likely had a two touchdown game. So there have been a number of times this year where tight ends have gotten off. But you know, it's like. With the Chiefs, it's Kelsey or what? What else via the passing game? Maybe it ends up being more Pacheco uh, in in those elements there. Mm -hmm.
2: So Pat Mahomes has gone over 33-and-a-half pass attempts 11 times this season. I love that look, Ed. I'm going to tail you on that one.
3: And it's something where if the Chiefs are just having trouble scoring in the second half but the Dolphins don't, then absolutely it's going to be okay Ball's going to be in our playmakers' hands. That's Pat Mahomes. So then those passing attempts will continue to accrue. So just another reason why why I think that prop makes sense. How about we move on mm-hmm. now to the Browns and the Texans? Right now, Cleveland, two and a half point favorites on the road, total of 44 and a half. I don't know if you feel like this, Joe, but there's a lot of fool's gold here in a game like this in terms of insights. Like, how important is it that the Browns' defense hasn't traveled very well? How important is it? that rookie quarterbacks and rookie head coaches have struggled in the playoffs. Do these things matter in this matchup? Or is it something where, okay, trend-wise, yeah, this is a big deal, but it doesn't matter in the here and now. And I feel like this game is going to fool us in some way where there's going to be some outlier performance one way or the other.
1: Yeah, we're going to continue to hear this stuff until this uh, kicks off on Saturday afternoon. It's like people are going to pick... A trend, a narrative that they want to buy into, and that's going to be their side, and they're going to find some other reasons to back it up, find some other numbers that would uh, that would be in their favor. I think it's fascinating, man. I really do. Like you could pick any any which way, like which one matters to you the most. And here's one that I keep going back to that it's been discussed, but not not as much. And it's that we're we're sitting here at two and a half, right? Um, it touched three at one point at some books, but we're that's when it finally got some pushback. This game just happened a few weeks ago, right? Mm-hmm. And you didn't have Stroud, and the line was three and a half. What? Same, same venue. You know, no Will Anderson either, by the way, in that one. So, Stroud is only worth that, and that's why it's tough for me to bet Cleveland. Like I I like Cleveland overall in this matchup in this spot. I'm not worried about the uh, the defensive yards per play. Yes, I know it's a bat, it's a gap between five five on the road versus three seven at home. I understand all that, but you know what? You know it's not all that sticky explosive plays, and that's how you ended up getting there in those games on the road with that five five number for the Cleveland. I don't think they're suddenly a bad defense. Like they're gonna get thirty scored on them in a playoff game. I don't I I don't buy into that one second, but that's just. You know, near the end of the season, when the market is as efficient as ever, when you have all of this information, for the number to be three and a half, one point from where you are, and, you know, we're talking about Keenum to Stroud, a one-point difference, That that's where I'm having a tough time, guys. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I agree with you because these two teams did play Christmas Eve. Uh, The Browns beat the Texans 36-22 in that one. But as you mentioned, Case Keenum started. Uh, CJ Stroud had that concussion. And then the Texans offense was pretty much held to scoreless um, offensively. And then they had a couple of garbage time touchdowns towards the end. But with no CJ Stroud... I think he means a lot more to this, and I will be backing the Texans plus two and a half. I keep finding ways to back the Texans, and that's where I'm at. Flacco, 27 of 42 in that one, 368 yards, three touchdowns, but he did have those two interceptions. I expect him to not be quite as great the second time around, and, you know, I said it in the group text yesterday, the old saying, it's hard to beat the same team twice. So I expect this to be a closer game. I like the Texans.
3: Well, and I mentioned ADOT before, so I will go ahead and run it back here. CJ Stroud's second longest average depth of target in the league at more than 8.7 yards. It does seem to me like even if Cleveland gets out to, say, a significant lead, like two touchdowns, two and a half, something like that, the Texans are designed to come back, especially at home, mm-hmm. on turf, all of that stuff. And I wouldn't be surprised if there are some great live betting opportunities. Like, I'm certainly backing the Texans as far as a side goes. My model has this more like Browns minus one. Even if I give Cleveland the benefit of the doubt as far as resting starters, and I give them a bump for that, it's still at minus one. So yes, I am backing the Texans here first and foremost, but I think also what's fascinating is there could be some great live betting opportunities where, okay, we do believe that the Browns do have a good chance or a reasonable chance to make a run in the playoffs, but if they're off to a nice lead, I wouldn't be surprised if the Texans come back. they have got the personnel to do it.
1: Uh Uh-huh, which makes me consider the over. It's weird. Uh, in the playoffs, Ooh, I'm looking at, like I'm looking at some overs. Um, if we, where are we at? For, are we still 44 and a half? Right? Because mm-hmm. I know it popped, it jumped up. Because it was 43 yeah, 44 and a half, and a half. in the week. Yeah, yeah. If, if we get to 44 or, or sub
3: that number, yeah, I'd be on the over. For sure. This is Back UL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, NFL Playoff Survivor. That's coming up on the Back UL Network.